listening to Not Another Origin Story, the number one comic book movie podcast in Mega City. I'm your host, Pogues, and I'm joined by Cursed Earth Pizza Delivery Guy, Ben Chapman. I am the law! Not your best imitation. No, it's not good. I, I don't droop the lip enough. It's hard. It's... yeah. Yeah, I think that's it. You need to get, yeah. like, the palsy. Yeah, I gotta get a quick stroke in before I do it, and then I'm, uh, I am on point with the Stallone. Stallone! There it is! There's our special guest star, Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> He's here! I'm here! Sly Stallone, it's so good to have you in my basement. I wrote and directed Creed. You wrote and directed Creed? Creed! Either one of those is true. <laughs> I wrote neither wrote nor directed it, which is weird. Just, I'm sorry, one minute, Mr. Stallone. Pokes, I have fucking Sly Stallone in here. You want to show some respect? Okay. I think there's a good chance that you just brought in a hobo and he's going to rape you. <laughs> yeah, well, it's possible. I am alive! Yep, you're definitely getting raped. You probably recognize that voice from a previous episode during Hell Month, also known as Fantastic February, where we did Fantastic Four, Rise of the Silver Surfer. It's Chris Hardison! Hi! Thanks for inviting me back uh, to... Yeah. Another terrible movie. Does it make you feel bad that I only bring you on for the most torturous of shitty films? This is the only time you ever invite me to your house. That's true. Yeah. yeah. It's not great. Mm-hmm. Um, well, he figures if he has to suffer, you're going to have to suffer when you come over. I am queuing up an Uber the minute he's done. I am. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> uh, we watched Judge Dredd, 1995 yep. classic with Sylvester Stallone. Uh, a movie that has a bizarre backstory filmed to be an r-rated movie and then stallone said there should be more jokes and then the studio recut the entire movie to get a pg-13 woof which explains why at the very end of the movie there's a whole bunch of zombie clones that just abruptly disappear yep they just they just don't factor into the final fight Nope. And, uh, they literally appear and then disappear. Question is, why leave in the scene where they appear if you knew you cut out all the parts where they die? Yeah, okay. they don't kill any of them. No, they, uh, they, they, one of them like raises its arm dramatically out of a tank, and yeah. then they just cut away. And that's the end of them. Yeah, that's it. I just assumed that they... <laughs> Went on to become successful judges and are busy helping out. Yes, yeah, they're working as bailiffs right now. I don't know. I mean, like nine to fives. That seems like a really high thing for some like an adult with no education. You know, like maybe they like did some other like menial tasks around the city. You think the judge clones are getting the GEDs right now? Yeah, maybe they're like going to school. You know, yeah, really working at it, going to uh, computer class. Yeah, one of them like he's like, hey, you know, I, I like nice I, I started in the city. You know, I, I was undereducated. I didn't have a great life. I grew up in a vat. I grew up in a, in a vat. I was it's cloned. Six hours. From, I was yeah. cloned from an evil man's DNA. And, you know, I... But it's not who I am. I'm not my... I'm not my father. Of course, we're not saying any of this because if I recall, their mouths are so shut. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And for some reason, most of their intestines are visible. Yeah. It seems like a very poor clone process. You know what? You're right. I'm actually going to IMDb right now. One of them played um, Deadpool in the Wolverine movie. Oh, yeah! yeah. yeah. That's, that's so, nice. so you're saying the actor actually has his face shown sewn shut? That's yeah. why he plays those roles? Absolutely. That's yeah. amazing. It's a, it's a lot of You know that can't up. be true because Ryan Reynolds would have worked his name into this movie if he was True. True. Also, did it look like to you like those were just like holographic card versions of people? You know, like the holographic cards versions of like they Charizard? They look like some. Yeah, they just look like a rough. <laughs> it looks like uh, like a di- you go through a Disney ride and yeah. they're like they can't make it too scary, so they kind of just like they make like a little thing that like appears in a mirror briefly. Yeah, you know, but then usually nightmares for the rest of your life. Or like it's like they called Stan Winston. And they were like, and they were like, all right, you've got two hours. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> he got two hours. They couldn't afford Stan Winston because he used the rest of their budget on the other things in this movie. And he was just like, well, I have another friend named Dan Winston, and he's pretty good, too. <laughs> budget at 10%. <laughs> budget at 5%. Higher. Speaking of the budget, what do you yeah. guys think this movie cost? Ooh. 1995. 90, 95? Give me another yeah, movie. So these are out. like Clinton dollars, this right? A, this movie had a musical score to it. Give me a frame of reference. What are, what other big blockbuster came out in 95? Uh, that's a great question. Let I, me look because I do to, not actually know. I need a frame of reference. I'm going to say... I think Jurassic Park came out in 96, didn't Okay, it? that might help. Jurassic yeah. Park came out in 92, I believe. Okay, so that's oh, even better before. Okay, so I'm going to go I'm gonna go 100, 100 mil. 100 mil straight. What do you think? Price is right. I'm gonna All go, right. man, in '95, yeah, thirty million, thirty million, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, since we're playing Prices Right, Chris wins. Damn it! Uh, shockingly, though, this movie cost ninety million dollars. Oh wow! Oh my god! In 1995, that is like, I mean, that's like that's a, a lot. 150 million dollar movie now. Yeah. Oh. Maybe not that god. much, but I mean, it's shocking because. It's not that. I mean, it doesn't look good. No. It's shocking because it looks like they kickstarted the budget throughout the movie. Like it looks like. <laughs> yeah, the, the the effects fluctuate. Yeah, like the first up until he pulls the helmet off of his head, like the movie's like it is pretty impressive. Like it looks so, pretty awesome. Uh, not, visually, not a, not a great reference, but but Toy Story came out the same year for thirty million. Oh wow! Yeah. There's got to be something else that came out, though, that had actors in it, right? But they developed new technology to make Toy Story, and it still costs yeah, like exactly. $60 million. That's, that's kind of what I was getting at. Uh, Braveheart came out uh, $72 mil. That's what Braveheart cost? Yeah. That is, this movie cost more money than Braveheart. Yes. And they a had film which required them to, one, get a filming permit to film in a castle. <laughs> and then that's, needed, that's not cheap. Needed entire battlefields and mechanisms to fake kill horses. Well, who costs more? Sylvester Stallone or uh, Mel Gibson? Well, I mean, 95. I, I, I Probably bet Stallone, I guess, because this would have been towards the, I don't know, though. I mean... You're right that I, 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 I mean, that is crazy, million. too, because there is, like, about a billion people in Braveheart. Like, extras alone, you think, would be, like, $6 million. Pokes, I also have another point for you. Do you know, um, I'm just going to skip ahead here. This movie made domestically 34 mil. Oh, yes. Um, I know a movie in 1995, same year, that came out that did triple that. You know what that movie is? Jumanji. Uh, oh. <laughs> Jumanji made 100 mil. Well, they are remaking Jumanji. Yeah! Yeah! Let's do that movie. Too soon, guys. Oh. oh. Robin Williams died recently. I just disappointed myself. Is it still? I guess, yeah. Uh, that was two years ago, folks. But let's talk... That's uh, recently in, in my heart, okay? Yeah. Speaking of your heart right. and close to it, I'm going to segue badly into talking about <laughs> whether or not you guys actually uh, no knew or, or cared about Judge Dredd before you saw this movie. When you were young, I, I imagine were you familiar at all with Judge Dredd before seeing? I saw this when I was. I saw this when it came out in theaters. I think, Vaguely. or at least at least the same year it came out on like VHS or whatever. So what? It's nineteen ninety five. Ninety five. Have you heard of Judge old. Dredd? Yeah. Vaguely, like like yeah. going into a comic book shop, like seeing like the covers. Yeah, like weren't there action figures and stuff for this movie? It was PG thirteen, right? I think there was probably some action there figures. There was R. It was R. But, like, I think, like, a lot of those mid-90s movies, R movies, like Terminator and stuff, still had, like, toys. Like, what, there had to have been a marketing thing for kids for this. I, I, I would imagine. Uh, also, IMDb has it as an R film, Pogues. Yeah, they recut it all the way down to try to get uh, a PG-13, and they still couldn't get it, and then they just released the movie. 
without putting back all the stuff they cut out. Fantastic. <laughs> it is well it is like so bizarre that you would get the R rating and then be like, eh, fuck it. Yeah. Especially for a comic book character who is known for being ultra violent. Well, let's get the fuck into it, I think. I, I, yeah. I have so many notes, dude. This movie was so, off the rails. To go back to what you said on Did I Know It, I would say that I, I knew it was a comic book. Yeah. Like how Tank Girl became a movie, and I wanted to see it. Both of them, because I knew they were both comic book movies. Mm-hmm. And I liked Batman, so I guess that was my probably my 12-year-old train of thought on that one. Yeah, I read, definitely read some of the early Judge Dredd, like, at least a couple issues here or there. Probably in, like, high school. I think I had an affinity for, like, older comics that were around when I was too young to read them. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I, I can't call myself a fan. I, don't, I, I know very little. I had to do a lot of research to catch up on the Judge Dredd uh, universe. What about you, Pokes? Uh, no, I mean, I don't even remember this movie ever coming out. Like, I don't remember knowing about it until, like, I was in college. Like, I don't remember ever knowing that this was a film. I think the so, problem is none of us are British. That's that's the problem. Well, I, I mean, I know who Judge Dredd was. I'm a, right. you know, I've been reading comics. Like, I've been going to a comic book store every week since I was probably, like, nine years old. Humble brag. No, I just, I mean, so, I mean, I, I knew who he was, and I'd read a couple of comics, but I wasn't, like, super into it. I couldn't really get into it that well, but I just don't remember this movie ever coming out. Like, I don't remember ever seeing ads for it or anything, which is weird, because I used to see movies a lot back then, so it's odd. My but let's just get right into yeah. Yeah. the most... Uh, the movie starts in a, in a way I've never seen a movie start, which is, like, a Star Wars crawl... Which is then narrated to you at the same time. Like, yeah. I don't understand why it was on the screen. And narrated by who? Uh, fucking James Earl Jones. Darth Vader is narrating this to you. And he, like. much like much like his early roles, Darth Vader, refused to be credited, I guess. I guess. Because he's uncredited. Also not used ever again in the film. Could not afford him to be in it again. Nope. Man, he can narrate a title scroll, though, if you know what I mean. Oh, my God. He could narrate me taking a shit, and it would be amazing. It would be great. Yeah. Which is great, because that title scroll is kind of dumb. and it, I mean, it's very confusing. They, like, give you a lot of information all at once. And then the movie starts, and what do you think is, like, the first sort of character you're introduced to? Like, uh, Judge Dredd, right? Like, no. showing up to bust some heads? No, look, I'll, pretend I, I'll pretend I'm writing this movie. I think I'd like to open on comic relief, uh, exploring the city for the first time. You know what? Star Wars almost opened up on C-3PO. Yeah? Yeah, that's yeah. true. That's kind of what happened here. Yeah, it's absolutely <laughs> true. Don't look it up. I mean, it is insane that the opening, one, it's insane that Rob Schneider's in this movie. Yeah. But it's also just insane that the, the opening is just, he's getting out of prison after six months of, for hacking quote unquote right and he's assigned to a house which seems like a pretty good deal that you go into jail and then you're when you get out you're assigned housing like free housing yeah and i mean it's shitty free housing but for, for reference to he's fresh off of saturday night live some of the worst years ever for Dude, i believe SNL. he's also fresh off of uh, demolition man and Beverly Hillbillies. I just saw that. Yeah, he's in Demolition Man, which I was talking to Ben about. Yeah. Th- that is a movie that I com- I confuse with Judge Dredd in my brain all the time. It's that Rob Schneider link. It must because, be because you wanted Demolition or you wanted Judge Dredd to be as good as Demolition Man. Yeah, that's that's the answer. How could it ever be? So man? is Stallone just got like buddies with Rob Schneider at some point? Uh, apparently, according to an interview, Rob Schneider said that Stallone called and offered him the role after I forget whoever the first person was. They offered the role, turned it down. Huh. 
Jesus. And then he also said in the same interview that Stallone wanted there to be more and more jokes added to the script. So they kind of changed the script to include more really bad jokes, which somewhat makes me feel better for the fact that the two guys who wrote this movie are insanely good writers. Well, actually, they sort of went downhill around this time, but... I mean, they're solid. In case you didn't listen to our mini-show, the people who wrote this uh, adapted A History of Violence. They they ended up writing the, uh, the, the newer Judge Dredd. Um, one of them wrote Shadows of the Fucking Empire. If you oh, really? That. I did not know that. That's one of the most amazing Star Wars uh, uh, novelizations. Well, uh, D'Souza is, is like a powerhouse in the early like 80s. Like He did Running Man, yeah. uh, Die Hard 1 and Die Hard 2. He did Commando. Uh, one of those guys. 48 Hours. And then he just sort of started doing like... The, his movies like in the 90s just became terrible. Well, uh, just to be clear, those the guys I was mentioning before wrote the screenplay. They were actually comic book writers who wrote some of those famous, like some of those famous books and Judge Dredd stuff. Uh, but the guys who actually uh, wrote the like who were, like wrote the movie for film also did like uh, I mean we're talking Moneyball and like American History, History X, X, Terminator One and Two, The Thirteenth Warrior. Yeah, it's kind of crazy insane. that it's insane. That, that those people wrote this movie. But, but the talent, like, the talent on this is through the roof. They got fucking Diane Lane in here playing the female like sidekick for fuck's sake. Yeah, I it's mean that bonkers. was weird. They got Max von Sydow, who was like at this point a, a pretty serious actor. Yeah, uh, if you watched it, you probably recognized him as the guy who gets killed at the very beginning of Force Awakens. Yeah, we were just talking about that. Yeah, I can't believe that. That was one of his. And he does not look like he's aged. No, he looks the same. <laughs> I was like, this is like twenty years later. This motherfucker looks the exact same. But the thing about this movie is right here. This opening is so confusing because this this sort of this sort of setup makes you feel like yeah, like, like you said, this is the protagonist that we're looking at. We're looking at yeah, the- because the end of the James Earl Jones scroll is. You know, there's a new form of justice. They're judge, jury, and executioner. They are the judges, which, you know, is a sort of a weird line to have the word judge in a sentence twice in a row. But, uh, and you're like, oh, okay. And then they cut, and then it's just no judges. So you're like, oh. Yeah, and then all they, right. they scroll in on the ship landing, and immediately you see Armand Asante come up. And in my head, I'm like, oh, that must be the name of this city. Yeah. Like, because it kind of sounds like a futuristic city name. It also does not help that the font they use for, like, Mega City when they do show Mega City and, and call it Mega City 1 or whatever yeah. is the font they're using for the the actors' names. Yeah, it's yeah. the same So one. the title card looks like it's part – so you are like, wait, I don't, what? And, and let's face how... it, Armand Asante is a weird enough thing that you'd be like, I guess it's a future city. Sounds like a future L.A. Yeah, considering how weird the names of everyone in this movie is, I wouldn't be surprised if there was an actor named Mega City One. Yeah. I mean, you got Max von Sydow, Jürgen Prunch now. And, uh, do you realize who that guy is? I did not realize this until I started watching the movie. That is the captain from Das Boot. Oh, shit. Yeah, he is an amazing What's actor. What's he doing in here? That. He's in like a series of terrible American movies. Oh, he's in like he's Vinci never good in American. I'm movies. sorry, I don't. I don't mean to just IMDb like like troll while we're in the middle of of recording, but it's just it's staggering the people they yanked in. They got talent who's just like ageless, like like a uh, 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 golden golden age of cinema talent here, and they're just playing like farting out shitty judge characters with confusing accents. They had <laughs> such confusing accents. Oh my god, Rico is. 
Brooklyn and like Armenian and German all at once. <laughs> that guy once played Odysseus in an Odyssey TV movie. What did they did just they, let that sit there for a did little? Did they bit. film three movies and had him do a different accent every time and then just jam well, them together? Here's my question: They were like, "All right, we've got Sylvester Stallone. Who's an actor who kind of looks like him?" <laughs> um, everyone but that guy. And they're like, uh, Armand Asante. No. He sounds weird. I was, what does it look like? He looks like a Snapchat filter. If you look, if you go to Snapchat and do the scan on your face, and then you go to the, 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 the big one, eyes one, yeah, the like cutesy face one, <laughs> that you will look like him. You can cast yourself in a remake of this movie, and you can cast yourself in Amanda Sante's role. Send us your snaps. Yeah, absolutely. Send <laughs> at, us your snaps at, at, at AOS Pod Snapchat. That's not uh, a thing. We don't have that. We'll <laughs> screenshot it and send it to Twitter. Though I'll make it. Send me your dick pics. Just email it to me. Just just box it up in a UPS package and <laughs> send it to my house. Send it to P.O. Box 234. <laughs> or I, they, could, uh, they could take a picture, they could screen capture it, and then they could put it on the uh, Facebook page. Yeah, exactly. There you go. Perfect. Let's, let's see your, your Armand Asante. But getting back who to is, the... Who does do a great Stallone impression at one point. It's yes. Out Stallone, Stallone. When Stallone yells law let's and he get, yells law back. There. Yes, there. When he yells <laughs> it, he's just like, <laughs> but the problem I have was this movie kicks off. It feels so good for the first like five ten minutes because yeah, you got Rob Sh- uh, Rob, Sh- Rob Schneider. I kept saying Ozzie yeah, Ozzie I did too. too. Just like rolling up and being Rob Schneider, but like they have this awesome scene of him like excited to like get back into society, but then he like descends, literally descends into like the lower like underworld. And like it mentions like a oh by the way there's a fucking riot and it then goes just, to a riot and he gets dumped out into a riot action instantly that riot was the most like '90s thing I've ever seen yeah, yeah like, like the like the vague like punk gangs that yeah, populated '90s did movies you notice like I feel like they put out a casting call it was like are there any punks in Los Angeles because every extra in the background looks like a '70s punk rocker. It's insane the amount or of mohawks or '90s goth. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. At one point, he walks through. No joke about seventy '90s goth actors. Like they just pull the fire alarm at like a discotheque in Berlin, they and just they just got, They <laughs> just amazing. said they were showing the crow and just used everything. <laughs> yeah, midnight showing of the crow. Hey, hey, uh, Armand, just walk through there. We'll film. It'll be it'll be great. Oh my god! Did you did you happen to notice that uh, when Schneider gets to his apartment, uh, there's already a group of people in there? And did you notice who the gang leader was? He seemed familiar, but I didn't pick up on the actor. It was James Remar, who was the guy from the Phantom, who had killed the Phantom. That's right. The guy who was like the bootleg Indiana oh, Jones. So he survived all the way into the year 2000. <laughs> yeah, and not well. It didn't look good. Didn't uh, look good. We we're introduced to Diane Lane, who's with the rookie, and then. Judge Dredd shows up when they call in for backup. Did you happen to hear what she says when she calls in for backup? No. She says, we need backup at, you know, like block 32 at the corner of Abbott and Costello. Oh, come on, Stallone. I, and I was just like, I was like, well, then in my mind, I was like, was that supposed to be a joke? Because I couldn't figure it out. I, I assumed that they yeah, were Yeah, that's Abbott a Stallone joke. That's a classic Stallone joke. Well, probably, actually. And, and when- then... 
Oh, when, when Dread rolls up, I thought that I liked his costume because I saw just like like midsection up. I saw yeah. like the big shoulder pieces, which were pitch perfect, and the helmet, which is actually pretty good. But then when he got up and started walking, and I realized that he's basically he's wearing wearing, he's wearing boots from one of the kids that he he stole from one of the goth kids. Yep, yeah, he's got he's got some great goth. He's boots got some on. great goth boots, and he's, he's wearing two leggings. like tight like skinny jeans before they were a thing in like every scene. His pants are super tight in every scene. Real weird in profile. It really looks yeah, because cool. it makes his legs look super small, and yeah. then the rest of him's like uncomfortably large. I guess he looks a lot like the cart the drawings of Judge Dredd, but that's true. Actually, he does. I could not believe how big the codpiece they put on him was. <laughs> yeah, and they and it they, was like obscene. They they pan up on it. They pan yeah, and up it's like it. it's at one point it's like the entire screen. But also, what, that Todd piece gets almost more screen time than Rob Schneider. Right? Like, <laughs> well, it's more deserving, really. Yeah. Now, uh, I, I love that they captured the like over the top look of the judges, like the the shoulder pad that turns into an eagle, the gigantic badge with the chain attached yes, to it. It's almost what I did get was how come all the other judges weren't wearing the same outfit? Why was he the only one who had the special eagle shoulder pad? He has a confusing role because he gets. Apparently no partner. He roams alone. He also appears to teach at the academy. Well, he gets sent there as punishment. Oh right, and, and then and then additionally, yeah, he just has his own outfit and his bike's custom too. Like his bike had. Different and what's stuff. weird is he bike rolls up, and these people yeah. are these people are. He says two or they're three hundred feet above them because the rifle, the guns they're firing at only have an effective range of two hundred feet. Yeah, at three hundred feet, he pulls up, and they're like, "It's Judge Dredd." Why is he famous? Like, all the judges can kill you. Wouldn't you be afraid of any judge? That's what I was asking, too. Like, is he? how is he Batman? This city is the size of, like, three states. Like, yeah, don't they, don't they say at one point that there's, like, uh, something like 100 million people or something living yeah. in the city? Or 60 million people, and it was only designed for 20 million? Like, maybe locally, wherever he's based, you might know him. But all the judges should be scary. They have super guns. And yeah, super bikes, and they murder people on the is, Everyone recognizes him. All the criminals recognize him as Judge Dredd to the point where he gets exiled to the cursed. Well, he he gets he ends up in the cursed earth outside the walls of Mega City. Oh yeah, and these redneck cannibals are like, "Is that Judge Dredd?" It's like, how the fuck did and he's not even wearing his armor? How do they know who he is? Well, Rob. He's Schrobner. Uh, He's the like, Kim Kardashian of judges. Oh, yeah. Oh. He kept blowing his cover. He kept being like, Dredd, is that you? Like, If that motherfucker said Dredd one more time, I would have just broken his neck. Yeah. Like, if I had been Dredd, I'd be like, how about you call me anything but Dredd? Or just not say my name when you address me. How about my name? Apparently, Joseph. Yeah, Joseph Dredd. That's very it's common. It's amazing how many times he said Dredd, and then Dredd never said I knew you'd say that. Yeah, his catchphrase. Which is that? Is that a catchphrase from the comic? Do you think it's a joke uh, aimed at the fact that the judges have like like uh, psychic powers? Oh no, I don't think that is because they don't bring up jack shit. They do say that. No, I bet it was Pogues. I bet it was (laughs) left over from the script. I think there was left over the script, and they were just too dumb to pull it out. (laughs) First of all. Dread does not have psychic powers. Second right. of all, I think you guys are assuming that someone actually read the script and tried to make it make sense. I think they read it so they could make it more PG-13. <laughs> and then still release it as R. It's bizarre. Yeah. Uh, we are introduced to Judge Dredge's... Or Jed, Judge Jed, Dredge's... Uh, Dredge's Lawgiver? Is that the name of his gun? Yes, the Lawgiver. His talking gun. Yeah, where you talk to it. Which, if which you've I seen the movie Dredge... 
it's not it feels not dumb in this movie it feels real dumb yeah i don't know why except for maybe it's the fact that at one point he brings the gun up to his mouth and says double whammy yeah whammy's yeah. not a very tough word and then he just fires and two bullets come out and just hit two people but i wasn't really <laughs> sure why he needed that versus i prefer dread 2012's uh hot shot yeah, hot yeah at least it it's like makes sense yeah yeah, uh, the tools that he had in it were like uh, power-ups and a Contra or something, you know? Like, they made no like a badly sense. translated Japanese yeah. version. And it's like in some yeah. two, he like opens a door and fires a machine gun into like an enclosed room and only manages to hit three out of the five guys in there. Yep. And then has to g- pop back out to say double whammy. And he uses like every gun setting in that scene. Like he's like and then never know, fast shot, rapid fire. Yeah, in my head I was like, oh yeah, I bet the I bet the double double whammy thing is the thing they do later. Like he he does yeah. it to save something last second. Really gets called back. No, no, none of it gets called back. He barely uses his own gun. He he, he yes. picks up like shotguns and assault rifles and when he's back in that hillbilly thing when they when they's out in the outskirts or whatever and they they crash land in there, he's wearing like overalls and a tank top and he's got a machine gun and he looks like fucking Ripley from Aliens. Yeah, it's so bizarre. Yeah. Also, wow, right now, Sigourney Weaver just heard this and it's like, <laughs> did they just say that I look like Sylvester Stallone? Can you get a podcast canceled? All the way around, Ripley. <laughs> yeah, she's like, I, I need to call a lawyer. Get, get me iTunes. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, also, at some point, one of these uh, one of these punks in the block war that they're having uh, turns around and, and realizes it's dread and says, holy drac. Yeah, bro. It's Rat. the future. We ran out of uh, curse words. That's fine. I'm I'm actually super on board with inventing curse words for future shit. But uh, just use them more than one time. Yeah, or else nope. it's weird. I, that was probably because he said "holy fuck" or whatever. Yeah, but right. We can't. We, we're trying to get a PG thirteen. Now uh, we get back to PG thirteen. Oh, we got to take out this one fuck. Oh, <laughs> word up. Still what do I say? After after the kill everybody and you know they, we see the one judge get shot showing that their armor is completely worthless because he just gets shot once and dies but uh it's like the armor that uh somebody would draw for a female in a dnd game yeah because yeah. it's just shoulder pads and nothing yeah. else yeah it does not cover the midsection or the any of the important bits and then, like, yeah, like all of the internal friend has a cod piece. Like, no one else has a cod piece. <laughs> yeah, he's that got, was the. Uh, he's, he's got a valuable dick. It's which, really if high. you if you read the credits, I don't know if you saw this during the uh, possible title cards that could have been a location or not. It says that the Judge Dread un- or costume was designed by like Versace. Oh, the Versace oh, cod piece. Yeah. Yeah, which I was like, are they the ones who? I think it's Hugo Boss who did the Nazi uniforms, but. Oh. Just thought that would be an interesting turn. Uh, I just, I, I just imagine that apparently, I, I assumed his like elegant eagle shoulder piece was like, you know, like a general getting more medals. You know, it's like a representative of his rank. Yeah. So, do you think the cod piece was too? Like, he, like he, yeah. like he earned it in the battlefield. Like, and they had a big ceremony where they had to like first, first sergeant uh, <laughs> level sergeant. dick. Sergeant level dick. And there's a ceremony where they had to like kneel down. And, yeah, like, some guy like touched it onto his dick. <laughs> It's like, oh, this is, oh, God, I hate this position. I have the worst job. This boss gives a little kiss. Mwah, <laughs> <laughs> good job. You deserve this. Mwah. <laughs> he, he just gives him, like, the little, like, pat, like, the little ball cup. Uh, nice. Notice when he, uh, when he shows up after all this happens and he goes back to the council headquarters and he, we see Max von Sydow, he takes his helmet off. 16 minutes and 30 seconds. There is, like, music that plays and it's, like, 
dun, 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 and he pulls his helmet off like as if it's a reveal, like as if no one knows that it's Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> I, I didn't understand. Like it, it was they played it like a big reveal, but his name's at the he's above the title player. Like there's no do you surprise. Think, do you think there was one guy in the theater just being like? Oh, it's Stallone! <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> oh, there he is! They all look the same! Constantly surprised at everything. <laughs> uh, oh, there's dinosaurs on this island! <laughs> Holy shit! You know that guy. <laughs> well, I'd like to be that guy, because I feel like Jurassic Park would have been even better if I had... King Kong is tall! <laughs> He's bigger than I imagined! <laughs> oh, Tyler Durden is Brad Pitt! Whoa! That's a shocking reveal, and you just <laughs> ruined Fight Club. Yeah, yeah. Fight Club. <laughs> <That's the reveal. laughs> you read Fight Club, and you're like, I wonder who Tyler Durden is. <laughs> you saw Brad the movie. Pitt. Oh, it's Brad Pitt! I don't read books if they're going to make them into movies. <laughs> it just saves me the time. But yeah, 60 minutes and 30 seconds, they get his helmet off, and then they, they work their ass off to keep it off. Uh, I think at I some mean, point... At one point, they were like, mm, the helmet off isn't enough. Can we just make him lose the entire judge outfit? Yeah! It, 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 and his gun, and everything that makes him the character people came to see. I think, like, he puts it on, like, an hour... He puts it all back on. Someone else's uniform on. Yeah. Like, an hour and 18 minutes... Uh, into the movie, but uh, between that, it goes from helmet and, like, strips him down to, like, prison rags, to, like, Mm -hmm. tank tops, to, like, weird 90s kind of bigger pants, like, kind of weirdly bigger pants for everyone who seems to be wearing that Space jinkos. Yeah, like, space jinkos. (laughs) Future jinkos. But, uh, yeah, they get him back in his outfit, like, mid, like, like, kind of towards the third, end of the third act. Yeah. They get him in, like, another outfit, um, and, and he's got the helmet on, and they specifically cut in a scene where someone goes, I knew it was you, and grabs his helmet so he can stop wearing it again. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Well, they had to do that because fucking Rob Schneider in the middle of a secret break-in keeps yelling dread over and over again. Yep. Ah, it's so dumb. It's like that uh, those cartoon dogs in the Looney Tunes. It's like, just the, like the like cartoon. The big, the big bulldog and the little guy just running around and being like, What are we doing today, Trent? What are you doing? What are you doing, Trent? Are you talking about two, two bad dogs? No, dude. Or... It's, a Looney, it's an old Looney Tune cartoon. Oh, okay. I can't remember their names. <laughs> right. I don't know. Uh, Snapchat us the names of these dogs. Yes, please Snapchat. It's at Pogues. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> I don't even have a Snapchat. <laughs> now you do. I'm making it right now. Just hit up Pogues on WhatsApp. It's uh... <laughs> <laughs> dick pics and the name of the dogs. Uh, let's let's go to the introduction of Armand Asante. Ooh, at, the, he... at, at the Aspen Penal Colony, a name that would never be mocked by anyone who is currently. That was like Sylvester Stallone was like it's just penal. Aspen Penal. Yeah, Aspen. Well, also, <laughs> I mean, maybe I'm not like great. With geography, which is a, a real possibility. Sure. Where do you think well, Aspen is, Pogues? I think Aspen's in Colorado. Correct. <laughs> Sounds about right. Why, when pre- people die at the Aspen penal colony, do they fly them all the way to New York City? I don't know. Why wouldn't they just incinerate their bodies there? Because, I mean, did they fly the prisoners' bodies back? For what reason? You're talking about how Rico... Like, That's how he gets to Mega yeah. City. He pretends to be a corpse. Why the fuck did they fly him to Mega City? 
That is across the entire continent. Also, we saw one of those ships flying, and it was slow as balls. It was. Oh yeah, he was on that ship for like a month and a half. Yeah, in a bag, no less. And they fly in a like, plastic bag. So he died. Yeah, they fly like forty feet above the ground. Yeah, when they get shot down, they're yeah. like they're like they're like skimming rocks. It's like well, they do say they like, say there's like, sandstorm. A crash. Oh, like, they say sandstorm. They say there's a sta- sandstorm, so we're only going to be yeah. flying sixty feet above the ground. Yeah, so we weren't paying attention because we were too busy laughing. But I could not get a hold. Of on Rico's accent. I mean, he says robot a couple times, like th- in a in a scene, and they're all different. And one of them is like the most Brooklyn. He's like he's just like robot. He's like robot. Like he's just robot. like like saying like he's like straight out of Brooklyn. And then the next minute he's got like a British accent and he says like bloody. And then he jumps into like a Spanish like. <laughs> I think he said it like Doctor Woodward at some point too. It's he's so like, robots. weird. And the accent switches not just like sentence by sentence; it switches mid mid sentence, like uh, pivoting on words. It's it's so strange. I have to cut clips out if I can. Maybe I might try to do that because I want people to understand how bad this is. It's it's definitely confusing, but not as confusing as a warden bringing a package to a convicted murderer and then handing it to him and saying, "What is it?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's like. I mean, they're in the future. He's in a prison that has guns pointed at him, and they're just bringing him packages? Yeah. And they don't know what the fuck's in him? You can't do that in a real prison now. His prison is the size of a, like, Doctor Doom-style castle. Yeah. He takes the time out of his day to walk a To walk a a package. package. Something he shouldn't even already... Like, how... It's insane that the warden comes down. And he's like, oh, here's this package... For you. Also in a world that clearly has a lot of DNA technology, because they, they have, like, the guns that register your hand and, like, the DNA on every bullet you fire if you're a judge. Or they made clones. Yeah, or they made clones. Apparently the security system is voice-based. <laughs> yeah. Just, and apparently just targets him because he makes a sound. Yeah. He was talking the sound. whole time before and it didn't try to kill him. It's a good system. He shot him through the throat with what we thought was a flare gun. I, a package gun, I guess. I don't know what the fuck was going on with that. That whole thing. There was, was a picture behind it. Was that? It was a picture of of like of like the the of the newscaster, the guy who goes and kills. Yeah, that's right. The that's newscaster. Weird. Yeah, it was weird. But then what's weird so is it's his old badge that says Rico. Why didn't they give him the judge badge that says Dread? If he's like, I didn't understand why he got a Rico badge. He wasn't coming back to be Rico. Judge. Yeah, it just seemed like an odd thing to include in this weird box that has enough room for a badge and a photo, and is also a gun. Still, though, this plot is flawless, right? It's oh so, yeah, so good. So vague. <laughs> um, I'm grasping on. Did we, the, did the guards feel like they were out of spaceballs to anyone else? Yes. Oh, <laughs> they had spaceball helmets. My brain didn't process it For right. Sure. They were like, they, they like oh, out of spaceballs. Space they go to Walmart and more spaceballs. Like it's some sort of they're snack. out of space. <laughs> out of spaceballs. That's what I thought you meant for a second. There. <laughs> they like also cheese balls. They also were wearing like ponchos, like they're in an old style western. Like did you notice that they all have like cape oh, ponchos yeah. on? No matter where they are. And they're wearing full body armor. Why aren't the judges wearing that full body armor? That one seems like it would be beneficial. I mean, we see that it doesn't do any... It doesn't armor. Oh, yeah, that's true. Bullets. It's real Stormtrooper armor. It's more for show than it is for anything else. It's super bulky. Um, They walk around like they... Like, can't run. Yeah, it doesn't look good. It looks like the, it looks like the people version of those bikes they're on. It looks like they're going to topple over any oh, minute. Oh, yeah. those bikes are so bad. Uh, can we cut real quick to, after this scene, uh, 
they, we cut to Stallone teaching his class at the academy. Yeah. Now, what is he telling the students? He's telling them about how their gun works, how their armor works, how their floating motorcycle that doesn't work could work. And then he says it's all worthless because the law is all that matters because you'll be alone and eventually you have to die or walk out into the cursed earth or whatever. Yeah. Do you remember what he's supposed to be teaching? Ethics. I think he forgot what he was supposed to be teaching. Yeah, he's supposed to be teaching ethics. What the fuck does that have to do with ethics? Not one thing does he say has anything to do with ethics. Nope. And then also he like when he when they assign him that that role, he's like, Oh, firing range, like that's where you're gonna put me and he's like, No, and that's where they start that scene. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's loading a gun into a dummy that you you see most of the dummy. It has has the helmet on, it has the shoulder pads. You see most of the dummies. Why are they shooting judge dummies? Yeah, like why are they to shooting judge dummies? Show how that armor is, which oh, protects the dummy way better than it protected that judge who was it, wearing it. It sure the does. I didn't see any bullet holes in it, so I really want one of the kids to be like, "Is this going to be on the test? <laughs> <laughs> Should we be taking notes here?" They look like they're like sixteen. Because all I have written down is, "I am good. the law." <laughs> I am, and then blank <laughs> the law. <laughs> Can't put the in there. Then they'll figure it out. Like that memory association thing. With yeah. Head. But uh, we also, I don't know if you have anything more to add about that, but I want to talk about when we come back to Judge uh, to judge Hershey. Terrible name, by the way. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm assuming that's a name from uh, the comics, maybe. But it must be. If it's not, naming her Hershey and making Stallone say it repeatedly <laughs> just was not. Distracting. A- each time uh, he said it, it became dumber and dumber. Could it have been product placement? Just like Wild Turkey got some product placement in this film? Might as well, I guess. Who knows? But uh, when, they, when they come back to her, she is uh, she is basically inspecting someone's car for, like, a DUI. No, I think she has a... Oh, yeah, you, yeah. when they arrest alone. Yeah. I, he, he, I'm sorry. To park, he drives into two other parked tar- cars, which would only damage his car. Right. Also, this this is Mega City. This is Mega City 1. There is a murder. There is 12 murders every block simultaneously. There's drug gangs. Yeah, like the whole, they make the point later in the movie that the only reason, the only thing that keeps the citizens from rioting is that they know the judges will just shoot them. Yeah. It's like going to give a guy a ticket. Yeah, and she's just doing the parking shit. Like, I remember the Dread movie, the 2012, has him, like, driving to, a, 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 like, a, a, a scene of a crime, and, like, they have, like, a thousand things they have to deal with, and they have to just, like, pick one. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, implying that this is a mega city. There's billions and billions of, of, of crimes happening simultaneously, and she's just hitting up a rich guy for a parking ticket. And then blowing up, it's, it's, it's way too much time spent on, like, the most yeah, I just, that non... That felt like a real, like, a Stallone rewrite, like, yeah. would it be funny if I blow this guy's car up? Yeah, because he <laughs> like, bad. he's got a lot of money, it's funny, because, you know, like, rich people, you know, like, <laughs> it's like a his girlfriend, That is funny. Girlfriend. Yeah, oh, yeah. One, I, I believe they refer to that guy, I think they call him D'Souza, who's the guy who wrote the movie, but, uh... He, his girlfriend with him comes around and she's like not worried at all until Judge Dredd shows up and she knows who Judge Dredd is and so she runs away. It's really like, and the scene is just a call to sack just so we can see them come and arrest Dredd, arrest Dredd. And we find out that he apparently went and shot the reporter who was doing an expose on the corruptness of the judges. 
we also get to see some sweet, like holographic, sh- like the shittiest surveillance footage. Yeah. From this guy, I guess, just records his living room? Question mark. Also, Rico around this time has gone to a pawn shop and active and and gotten his gear, killed a pawn shop owner, and taken his old robot. Uh. Which he activates, which was supposed to be deactivated, like the way like a bomb replica you might have yeah. is deactivated. <laughs> Except this one just needed two wires to be plugged back in together. It, yeah, it almost just looks like he opens it up. He's like, yep, there's wires in there, and it turns on. Two like, it wires. doesn't really look like he does anything. He touches, it's... like, two red wires together. Doesn't, like, bind them or plug them in. He just, like... Well, yeah, like, they didn't even make the effort to be yeah. like, maybe he, like, needs to hotwire it or yeah. something in that case that he slips into the robot because they knew the robot was there. No. No. He would have spent just more time hotwiring a car. Yeah, he just went, Bleh. I now have a death robot from the wars that don't exist anymore. Yeah, like, it's like when you press the what? button on your phone and it lights up. Like, that's it. He just, like, touches it. And he's, like, done. He also takes that robot everywhere because he surprises one of the judges in his own office and his robot's there with him. That I mean, robot... There, I, I assume there was a... two things in this... It, like, they, they build it and they were like, it can do two things. Sit down and stand up. Yeah. yeah. And walk. Don't expect anything no. other than really broad, like torso rotations but did 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 rico come in like a lobby did he like arrive at like a yeah, secretary at a front desk like, hey i'm rico you know the guy that was banished forever for being the most evil clone in exists this is my giant two-story robot you have a robot from a war that ended 20 years ago <laughs> we're gonna go yeah, through the surface office. elevator yeah we're gonna go to the judge's office like and wait for open a half feet tall <laughs> worst secretary ever <laughs> yeah she's fucking fired she is so fired she's gonna execute it I also liked when he activated it. It's like, like it was asking, like you know, like why am I here? You know, <laughs> like, and he's just like bodyguard. And then he's like, okay, that's fine. And then he's like, what else though? And he's just like, what? What's my purpose? And he's just like, war. War. Like, <laughs> war. Okay. The bad way to program your robot. You just yeah. tell it to do war. <laughs> I don't know. It felt pretty productive. I mean, it worked. He it worked the- out. What if there was another robot in there? Like, what if what if toilets are robotic? You know, like what if what if, the, what if a toilet thinks he's his bodyguard now? <laughs> toilet's like, do you want me to flush? No, I want you to go to war. I'm gonna figure it out. I'm a toilet though. I really gotta take some time on this. I'm the Rob Schneider of robots. <laughs> Should have wrote, we should have punched up this movie. <laughs> Somebody should have. Also, they go through... Uh, they, so they, so they, they convict Dredd of, of the crime of murdering those people based off of a, a video. And I guess his DNA no, bullets... The, it's because the DNA is on the bullets. They yeah. do this thing where it takes a piece of DNA and attaches it to a bullet. The DNA scan shows that it matches Judge Joseph Dredd, to which he says, That's a lie. The evidence has been falsified. I never break the law. I am alive. But as he's talking, he becomes less and less intelligible. Yeah. So he's like, is that falsified? And then by the end, he's just like, oh! You're just yeah. Like, what? Yeah, it goes from, like, somewhat, like, somewhat kind of a vocabulary to, like, garbled Stallone roar. Yeah. And then, so he's sentenced to Aspen Penal Colony, which I guess is the <laughs> only prison. Barely so. Where was it again? Aspen. Penal colony. <laughs> uh, now you you own a house. <laughs> they uh they show up and 
I guess Rob Schneider's being sent there too. It, it's really vague. I guess it's the only prison in the entire United States. Yeah. Why did it take him five days to get him on that ship? Was that yep. the next one out, really? Yeah. Rob Schneider is placed next to uh, a scarred up gang murderer guy and uh, a, a a a hostile mutinous judge. That's they all get tucked together on the same ship out to the. And same. Judge Dredd has a judge's tattoo. And they weren't at least nice enough to be like, well, give him like a short sleeve shirt that'll cover that up. Nope. And Rob Schneider somehow completely recognized, like, one, he's asleep somehow and doesn't know who the person is sitting next to him until he wakes up. Like, he's been out, like, he had to wait for his flight, you know? Like, yeah, yeah, like, like he got on really early because he's in a wheelchair or something and then fell asleep waiting for everybody else to pull. He got some McDonald's, like, right, at, right, right by his gate before he got on. And... <laughs> he's just like, oh, man, it's made me sleepy. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna oh, out. I missed my flight. <laughs> I missed so, my flight to prison. <laughs> the, uh, the ship gets shot down by some religious cannibals question mark wow, and they names? come well, in religious cannibals who apparently can construct an entire man out of machine parts just he's like 60 40 yeah now there's a dumb like you know we find out that you know they're cannibals they're gonna eat rob schneider judge or dread gets down there's a fight he kills a bunch of them yada 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 basically the least needed scene in the history of film no, and he's about to be killed when Max von Sydow shows up and shoots the guy. And he, Max von Sydow, this is what I thought was crazy was, and this happens, like, almost this exact scene happens again a little bit later. He's like, Dread, looks like we're together again. It has been a day and a half tops. Yeah. It's like, it, it, basically, this is the same amount of time you two normally probably go without seeing each other. And the same thing happens when he gets back to Mega City and Hershey's like, uh, you know, Make me believe like you did when I defended you. That was like three days ago at the max. Like she's acting like it was five years ago. Yeah. It's like insane the way they're like playing everything as if it happened so far in the past. But at best, this movie takes place over five days. Uh, I also really enjoy that when they're tied up, he's talking to the cannibal people and he's like, yeah, these these pieces of shit, these cannibals, these thieves, these. And they pause as if he's going to say something really important and he goes scumbags. <laughs> yeah, it's he's like, and of course scumbags. That's the worst thing you can be on the Stallone scale. You're an entire bag of scumbags. Did you notice <laughs> the, the uh, They point out like uh, later they point out that for some reason these redneck hillbillies have like a statue of justice. Yeah. Did you notice the rack on that statue? No, no, I didn't. Was if anybody best? watches this, it is like absurd. <laughs> I don't know if it's the angle, but I've never seen Justice portrayed so trampy in my life. I'm going to go rewind that. Where are you going? <laughs> fat, 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 fat. Uh, now. Are you trying to say this is your uh, your fetish? Yeah. You got a so anyways, Max von Sydow dies after being reintroduced. Rolling over that. <laughs> I am. I'm moving on. <laughs> this podcast is finite. Uh, <laughs> Max von Sydow dies. It's not emotional at all. We find oh. out. Judge Dredd is a clone, and that his friend work. Rico is actually his brother. And it, more importantly, his 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 friend Rico was a failed version of the experiment because, as Max von Sydow makes clear, he mutated and became a criminal. Because <laughs> that's how genes work. Yeah. He, if uh, you mutate, oh my God. you're a criminal. He's got he's got bad bad man DNA. He's got yeah. It was crazy because like the idea really should have been that like. They were perfect in the sense that they both wanted to like to follow the law, but right. it should be that Rico's version is the only way to secure the law is just to kill everyone. 
You know what I mean? Like, sort of like that robot Skynet kind of idea. You yeah. mean sort of like every villain ever is like, yeah. wipe the planet out and then we're good? Like, that's, that's so tired. Even at 95, it's tired. Yeah. Yeah, it was just a bizarre that they're like, he mutated, you became the perfect judge, which he's not the perfect judge because they're constantly saying he lacks remorse. So it was weird. Uh, Don't forget anyways, that, uh, that, that Stallone also says my favorite line, which is, you let me judge my own brother? You let me judge my own brother? That's, that, is one of the, that is one of the best parts in the movie where Hershey's talking to him. She's like, didn't you ever have a friend? And he's like, yeah, once. She's like, what happened? I and he sort of him. walks away. Yeah, she's like, what happened? He's like, I judged him. I judged him. Such a great line. Um, they so, use judge as a verb too much in this movie. They use it a lot. Are you going to judge me when I go to prison? <laughs> I'm going to judge you really hard. Oh, no. Yeah, harsh, I'm harsh not, judging. I'm not excited about that. <laughs> no, you, you shouldn't be. What am so, I... <laughs> After they, they deal with the rednecks, they're going to go back because they realize that Rico and um, German boat captain have, I don't remember what his name is in the movie, uh, are, are there's some sort of setup. So they go That's back to Mega, Mega City, right? Yeah. They return. They climb through that flame tunnel. Yes. Now, there's a tunnel that shoots out fire every 30 seconds. Correct. What was the purpose of that? Uh, the same purpose as the tunnel in uh, in the rock that shoots out fire and, and that's a furnace, Ben. <laughs> yeah, this is their bad house. The rock. That's injecting fire into like, out of the building. I don't understand. What yeah, they were like, called. he's like, it goes to the incinerator. Well, okay, if it's a possible way to get in, why don't you just put a grate there? Yeah, fire can go through a grate. It's not a solid. But this this scene was a favorite of mine because of the trivia that I looked up and some of the interviews I was reading about. Apparently, Rob Schneider complained excessively about this scene because they um, they coated Stallone's costume in like like tripled it down with fire retardant material, like spray, so that that he could you know be in this scene with the fire and and not be at risk. And he said that he asked for the same treatment and they didn't give it to him. <laughs> They, uh, they they were trying to do the world a favor. They factored in the budget that we might burn Rob Schneider to death. <laughs> they factored <laughs> that his, his life, his life, and the subsequent lawsuit would be less expensive <laughs> than twenty-four ounces of flame retardant. But who would play the weird guy in all those Adam Sandler movies? He had to go on to do Down Periscope. He had to go on <laughs> to be the animal. He's in, he's in Down Periscope? Yeah, he's in Down Periscope. Oh. Right after this movie. Straight he had to go on Periscope. to be Deuce Bigelow in two Deuce Bigelow movies. <laughs> now, uh, placed years and years apart from each other. <laughs> and in different countries. And in different countries. Did you notice that when they're running, he's doing, like, mime work? Like, he's running, like, it looks like he's trying to, like, mimic how you run fast yeah but he's behind stallone who is just like strolling like stallone running even then looks like he can't do it anymore so it's like it makes the schneider look so weird because it looks like he's trying to like be like we're really running but stallone's just not moving and then what the fuck does he trip on i don't know it's just like he's running and then falls over and then he's also, like, like why can't he get up also, he cuts and he he falls, and then he looks but behind himself where they the entrance they had come in, and there's flame coming from yes. like where they came in. Yeah, the whole like that whole tunnel scene makes no sense. No, it's so illogical. And then he and it's it, pointless. It doesn't need to be in the movie at all. Yeah, and he just like shoots a random like grate and like falls into a, 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 an escape escape vent. It's a mess. It's a fucking yeah. mess. And then they instantly end up in Judge Headquarter where they knock a guy out and Stallone starts taking his clothes off. Yeah. And we get Schneider saying, oh, we don't have time for this. Like a good like Bill Cosby joke there. 
Yeah, it's super awkward. It's like a, it's like a weird kind of rapey joke. But even worse, the implication is that Rob Schneider's character thinks the, that Judge Dredd is going to sexually assault a judge that's he's knocked unconscious, and his response isn't don't don't do that. His response is we don't have time for that. Yeah, like he's like normally I'd be with you. I double team the shit out of what him. What the right? fuck? That is so bizarre. Now <laughs> a weird a, joke attempt. Clearly, an improvised line. I think. I I hope so. Yeah. Or maybe that was one of the reshoot jokes they put in. Ugh. Now, here's my question. At this point, Dredd is believed to be an escaped criminal because he's been convicted of a crime. He then proceeds to have to escape and start shooting all these people following him. Aren't those people just other judges? Yeah, he murders a lot of judges. So he's just killing people who essentially, in their mind, they are trying to hunt down a fugitive. They are doing nothing wrong, and he's just killing them. And we're, like, rooting for him. It's really bizarre. And then later they're like... We've lost 40-some judges. And I'm like, yeah, but I think Stallone just killed 12. Like, apparently you guys have a whole lot extra. I just thought that was really bizarre that he has no – there's no, like, moment of remorse where he has to kill one of them and he feels bad. Just straight up kills him. And then the important scene happens, Pokes. The really important scene. There's an important scene in this movie? The hover bike chase is Oh, boy. Rough. Not since uh, Masters of the Universe have things that hover been treated so poorly. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. It's a badly, like, awkward, edited-in, green-screeny kind of jumbled mess. Here's how I would describe it. Uh, Imagine the speeder bike chase from Return of the Jedi if the person who filmed it had suffered massive head trauma. (laughs) That's, That's accurate. Especially when they, they, they blast out of the wall of that building and then they just barely get the bike working to like pull back up before they hit the ground. I'm going to get a gif of this. This is a scene with like Rob Schneider clutched to the back of Sylvester Stallone and they're both making this bizarre... The, the face that the Schneider's face is, making is not yes. clear. It's like he just orgasmed. Exactly! Yeah, they're his, both making that face. His eyes roll into the back of his head. Like, yeah, and then immediately after that, did you hear his line? Yeah. Which is, when we land this, you're going to need to clean this seat off. And I was yeah. like, oh, that could really go either way. Yeah, <laughs> but, but his pants. either he... way, the joke is that Rob Schneider peed on Sylvester Stallone's butt. Yeah. Or he came. Or he came on his Or butt. he pooped. Or he pooped or, or, and or came he... at once. <laughs> either way, all of them gross, and he does not take care of it when they land. <laughs> <laughs> well, they end up losing that bike, and it explodes. Yeah, so the bike's fine. The bike's good. Also, can his somebody pants not to good. The fire point. chief's like, oh, man, there's, like, poop on this bike, too. <laughs> there's, fiery there's fiery poop all over this bike. It's gross. Can somebody explain to me, like, when during the writing process they were like, all right, the movie's called Judge Dredd. It's about this guy who goes around and can judge people. Yeah. And they were like, ooh, okay, I'm with you. I like but that. how about we make it a two-hander in which it's Judge Dredd with some sort of obnoxious criminal? Like, this is like a lethal weapon or a 48 hours. Why is it like a buddy cop film? Why did they, one, think that was important? But two, why did they think the buddy cop should be Rob Schneider? I have no idea, but I need more Rob Schneider, Sylvester Stallone, buddy cop movies. They have, they have such good chemistry. <laughs> yeah, they really do. It really feels like they hate working together. Um, before we get past it, though, the motorcycle chase scene has one of the very few product placement moments that I caught in this film, which was that one of the bikes ridden by one of the pursuing judges loses control and he slams it into a liquor store that has about 12 displays for wild turkey. 
<laughs> was the uh, was the gigantic hologram that for some reason is a solid object, which is not oh, really like how a... holograms work? Yeah. Was that for? I couldn't tell what that product was for. I was trying to read it, but I like it, it looked like a made up. Like, okay, I wasn't sure if it was surprise, a real product. I'm gonna, yeah, say, I'm gonna say fish paste. It's yeah, it was for fish paste. Yeah. I guess this is Britain. Burlman's so yeah, fish paste. Uh, <laughs> Burlman's fish paste. <laughs> It's now in four flavors. <laughs> cool <laughs> Ranch. Original. <laughs> Watery. Sea bass. Sea bass. Um, anyway, so they, they, they're trying to escape, and they cut through the Burlman's fish paste sign. Uh, <laughs> and, and it's clearly just lights. It's clearly just like, it's a, just like a hologram. But yeah, it comes down, and not only is it a solid object, but it's like made of like super like sh- like like spaceship shield lasers, like laser it, nets. Yeah, it doesn't, the guy it doesn't just, explodes when it hits him. Yeah, he doesn't just crash. He's like ev- he's just evaporated into mist by it. I'm like, wh- why'd they waste special effects on this? Yeah. <laughs> I guess because they were just like, we need to come up with a way for these people to die. Meanwhile, we're hoping no one ri- realizes that technically these people are the good guys. Yeah, we cut costs on Rob Schneider's flame retardant gel, so we'll just go ahead and throw it in this fucking laser billboard. <laughs> I did $90 million. Yep. Did not have enough money to just squirt him down with like at least like a bottle of like DeSanti or something. <laughs> like, oh, squirt him down. Like, four bikes got past that thing like no problem too like there's yeah. like, one guy in the back who's just kind of like he's just like <laughs> texting yeah he's just like not paying attention he like looks up and he's like oh i'm going through this weird net sign and then like he he like kind of gets through it could you imagine being like that guy's up. wife yeah and like he gets the call and she's like what happened to my husband and he's like well oh, you know that giant he was chasing the most famous judge ever oh judge dread yes yeah and uh, he was that crushed man. by the broman's yeah, that, that, sign that four that four story broman's fish base sign between abbott and costello the hologram <laughs> you know the one on abbott and costello <laughs> the one on sandler and schneider avenue oh my god <laughs> Oh my God! They are the Abbott and Costello bar. There's like uh, you go by there later, and there's like uh, there's one his bike like spray painted white, like you know with some flowers on. <laughs> oh yeah, like, like yeah, just bike, flowers attached to the city. <laughs> another another casualty: the Burlman's fish base. There's just like forty of those piled on top of each other. Also, if you're listening, please make me a fake advertisement poster for Burlman's fish paste. <laughs> Burlman's fish paste now in Cool Ranch, <laughs> and just go ahead and send it to our it's Snapchat. Uh, uh, not God damn it! We don't have a Snapchat story. <laughs> Yeah, if you send it to Pogues at Pogues, Snapchat, Snapchat, Pogues, Pogues. Pogues chat, Pogues um, maps. So uh, around this time, the, the uh, Rico reveals his great plan to clone himself instead of, uh, I guess, the Dr- Judge Dread. Clone himself instead of instead of thirty Max times. Max. Right, instead he of Max von Sydow. Thirty times. He just makes thirty copies of himself. Yeah, full so adaptation in a city of. 60 million? Yeah. They make about eight. It makes about eight clones. <laughs> yeah. Well, they say that all they really need is a hundred judges and they can re- they can get back control of the city. Because they're like, we've lost a hundred judges. We can't control the city. You couldn't walk all the dogs in the city with a hundred judges. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like insane. You like a hundred of them is enough. dog walking business with that many judges and that many people. Now in the city of a dog walking people. Yeah, now I'm just picturing a dog walking enterprise where they're all like dressed and, like dog walkers <laughs> and they have like a dog walkers headquarters. <laughs> I am the dog! Dog walker. <laughs> 
I mean, really think about it. There's 60 million people and there's 100 judges. That's like half a shift of judges is gone. Oh, yeah. Like, there's At best. In, like, my neighborhood. They and... would have trouble managing a Burger King on, <laughs> during, a, during a lunch rush. Like, there's yeah. no way they'd be able to do it. Yeah. Can you picture, like, uh, 30 of those white goop guys, like, walking dogs around, like, uh, New York or something? <laughs> That's what they'd be good for. There's, like, five of them, like, you know, there's a dog gnawing on their legs and stuff. But but to, to get this clone plan going with his weird Asian sidekick that... Yeah, what was the deal with just introducing her? And then, did you notice when she agrees with him, she immediately puts on a top that shows her cleavage? Yeah! yeah. I thought that was weird. They were like, we need to show she's evil. Give us a little bit of titty. Also, she was a captive at first, right? Yeah. No, I think she was just there. She was the, supposed to be the head of the whatever that. But she's resistant. Shit. The idea. What was the project called? They said it in Janus. I know they. Yeah, yeah. Janus. Janus. Yeah. They said it so many. Times. I thought they said anus. Yeah. But you did. Come on. <laughs> um. But to get his DNA in the system, he puts his arm in a machine that just jams four nails into his fucking forearm. And I was just like, those needles are so long, too, that they would have just ended up touching each other. <laughs> like, they wouldn't even have gotten blood. They would just run into each other. Like, also, how did, did it collect it into a wine glass? <laughs> like, what yeah. the fuck? Like a saw trap. Yeah. And, like, we do DNA now with a swab in your fucking, like, yeah. mouth. <laughs> not to mention, too, like, they didn't even hit a vein. If they needed to get blood, that's not the way to do it. It's just to jam four random needles into your arm. They just got arm meat. They opened four wounds (laughs) in his arm. And they're just like, well, that's enough blood, I guess. Like, whatever. I think that thing was just supposed to crush cans or something. Yeah. I think he had the wrong machine. Oh, no. (laughs) I put my cans in the blood machine and I put my arm in the can crushing machine. Did you put your cans in the blood machine again? I know. Now they're making all these can monsters. (laughs) That explains. Explains why they were blue for some Our reason. Yeah, their weird monsters. aluminum skin was from all the. Yeah. Cans I should have put that Pepsi can in there. Put a bunch of surge cans in there. Uh, so then we get you know Stallone shows up. Uh, Schneider gets shot in the original version of the script. He died, but I guess they thought that was too harsh, so they brought him back for some. Can't kill Rob Schneider. Off camera shots later. But uh, he ends up reprogramming the big robot who has been programmed by uh, Armand Asante to rip people's arms and legs off. So they get into a fight. Which was the both- zombies wake up, instantly disappear, and then the building blows up, which turns out to be inside the Statue of Liberty. Yeah, they don't they don't establish that you're in the Statue of Liberty until you're already been, been there for about half an hour. So it's super- and I, I maybe I missed something because I was writing a note or something. Why does the thing suddenly start exploding? Um, it's a machine that is bad. So when- done and done. Okay, all right, over there. Done. I could not figure it out. I, I looked down, I looked back up, and they're fighting, and everything around them's exploding. And I was like, boy, I really missed something. Also, the the female villain. I don't know if she's in this costume earlier, like you mentioned, but when she appears in this scene, she's dressed like she's straight out of the negative zone. She's dressed like Zod, like straight up. She's got a Zod costume. She, she does have a very uh, <laughs> Zod haircut. I mean, I was digging it, but I'm just pointing it out. I dug it. Yeah, she has like a real, like a little story arc of her own that really goes nowhere. Yeah, she's literally there to fight the other female cast members. Who's only there to be the love interest just to love. Yeah. And is again, we should mention, Diane Lane, a yeah. real actress, is playing Judge Hershey. She's playing what is essentially the Bond girl of this movie, basically. But also, I want to point out, this movie passes the uh, the Bechdel test, because they definitely have a conversation for more than a few lines, and it's not about a man. 
Ooh, those two women? They kind I don't of know, like, calling each other names while you're yeah, punching they, count counts, right? <laughs> they call each other judge bitch. That's I don't, a, yeah, good. I don't know if, I don't know if <laughs> you bitch and then judge bitch counts. I don't think, I that, think counts. that counts. I don't know if that counts the Bechtel test. I am yeah, I mean, we'd have to bring in a real feminist to find out. I'm just going to go ahead and go out on a limb and assume no, that doesn't I'm gonna count. I'm going to give this a grade A plus. I'm going to add on the side home, of And at no point in Fun Home does she mention that Judge Dredd Passes it's, like, it's like saying if one of the characters was a mute, you're like, well, they didn't bring up a guy. Yeah, so back to the test check. Um, wait, is All right, it... well, this movie sort of wraps up, and... Uh, yeah, it, that's, it, that's it, a good assessment. It sort of wraps up. The ending <laughs> is very bizarre. Statue of Liberty's head. Yeah, but like, like, like after that, the judges just kind of show up and go, hey... It's all fixed now. Yeah, this was it was being broadcast. <laughs> it blows up, runs out, he gets on the bike, it like turns around like a wave runner, like stuck in a moat, and then like <laughs> yep. and then he just like grabs him by the shoulder, the bike just flies out of the head. Yep. And they fight for what I imagined was like them being four like, shitty punches. Yeah, they're like, Oh, yeah, die hard. This is kinda like die hard. Yeah. And then the the thing is like ridiculous is he the gun has no bullets, and so Stallone says signal flare and fires it. And for some reason, a signal flare makes Armand DeSante just stop moving as if he's a cat looking at a laser pointer. <laughs> yep, that's correct. He just freezes for like a good 20 seconds so Stallone can reach up, grab him, and throw him off the Statue of Liberty. And then and then he has a kill line that's not, this is your Statue of Limitations. You know what I mean? Does not that's use that line. What does he say? He says something like overrule and throws him out. It's terrible. Oh, he wasn't like, I am the law? No. He uses some courtroom punch. Shouldn't he have said, uh... Come on. I knew you were going to say that as he's yelling. Yeah, I guess He does say it in the fight scene at some point. Say what? I knew you were going to say that. He does. does. It's pretty dumb. But I I need him to be in the Statue of Liberty and make a Statue of Limitations joke. Come on. It's I'm with you. Two there. That's against the statue of limitations <laughs> on your life. On your life. Oh, oh, no. great. Yeah, right. I know that because I'm the law. I am the law. We just wrote this movie a way better ending. Oh man. Now the ending. Please Snapchat actually... your better ending yeah, to, to Pogues what's at uh, Snapchats Not another Snapchat judge, story. Judge Not another Pogues. Snappy Snaps. <laughs> Now, uh, this movie then ends with an even odder ending, which is Judge Dredd comes down. I guess the whole thing has been broadcast, question mark. So all the judges know that that he's not actually a bad guy. He comes down, and they say, we want you to be on the council since they don't have a council. He says, nah, I'm a street judge. Goes out and puts on his armor and rides away, and everybody starts cheering. These motherfuckers are still down 140 judges, which they've already said is Mega City 1's fucked. And no council. Yeah, no and counsel, no, counsel. no counsel. So it's judges. It's not a happy ending. Like, I thought he was going to be like, Hershey should be the, like, where was that? Like, he should have been like, she should be the head of the council. Well, I, I looked it up when we were talking actually earlier, and she, uh, in the comics, she is a character from the comics, and she becomes Judge Dredge's superior at some point in the comics. So, yeah. so they decided to cut that out of the movie. Yeah, because yeah they were like, this comic was not for that. Well, Mox, we Max already passed the test. What else do you want us to know? Max von Sydow's character is like, dead like 40 or 50 years before judge is born yeah or dread is born i mean also they, so, kept, they kept rob schneider's character alive just so he could make shitty jokes as okay carried out yeah. yeah can somebody explain to me the joke at the very end so he's saying something about being blah 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 i don't even remember they were all bad so, and he says all right guys get me out of here can we stop at a cash machine on the way he wants what to rob- what does that mean he's a hacker he wants to rob it yeah that's what passes for a joke yeah it does 
Fuck you, Stallone. He's uh, so that's like five one-line jokes out. And they yeah, and from... you can tell by the shot he's not in the the wide shots. So like well, Stallone it, comes right. out, there's no wide shot of him. Yep, it's just in like a small sub shot with like two people standing on either side of the camera to block the fact that they're not on the set. And he's just reading lines like over and over, and then that's it. No one makes a reference to the fact that he's still alive. Like none of the characters, Hershey doesn't say anything. Dread doesn't say anything. You know what also confuses me is is when they leave, they get like that Star Wars like Return of the Jedi ending. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or or a New Hope ending where like it's just You're applause to play like Yub Nub. Yeah, it's like applause and like rows of people cheering. It's civilians cheering, but the judges, I don't think they they would have like the appreciation of the common citizen. They murder people for like traffic violations. Yeah. Like, well, I, be I, I don't think they're supposed to be as horrible as they are. And like in this movie, it seems like they wantonly destroy property. Yeah. They kill almost everybody. And I, I think they're just like normal cops. It's just, if you commit a, a crime that has the death sentence, they just kill you right then instead of taking you to court. Yeah. It's, but in this movie, they are depicted as, like, pseudo-monsters. That This movie was stupid. Very stupid. In fact, would you recommend seeing it, though? I would... No, I would not recommend seeing it. It's, uh... It's, it's set design and costume work is generally pretty stellar and, and kind of awesome. Specifically, the set design, the costumes are all right. But, uh... But fuck, man, it's... It, yeah, like we said, because of the recuts, it's such a disorienting mess that it's not worth struggling through. Yeah, they appear to cut out yeah, I'd love, I would actually love to see a director's cut oh, of this Oh, yeah, movie. that might actually be amazing. I yeah. think it's actually, I think they got rid of all the footage, because I think they've said something. Ah. And the guy who directed this, uh, because of the fight he had with Stallone, he said he would never make another movie with a, like a huge celebrity. And he did this, I forget the next movie he did, and then he did I Still Know What You Did Last Summer, and then All He's Done Since is directed TV. But he like directs like episodes of Gotham now. Oh, wow, oh, that's cool. So, I mean, he kept working, but all he did, like, he did a whole bunch of CSI episodes. He just does TV now. So it's kind of crazy. He re- this this thing really did sour him it broke on him. being a, a motion picture it. director. Yeah, it really broke him. I would say watch this if you're going to watch it with other people. Because I think it, it's it's bad enough that it's fun to make fun of. But it's it's not so bad that it's enjoyable to watch by yourself. You know what I mean? Like... Certain movies are only good, to, are only bad enough that they're funny to watch if you're going to make fun of them with other people. Oh yeah, in that this, case, this, this is this is in that. But if you're just going to watch it by yourself, I would just say go watch Demolition Man instead because it's yeah, it's cool. a it's a better bad movie. Also, if you're not going to watch this movie, instead Google Rob Schneider Judge Dredd falling uh, <laughs> to see a great blooper of him trying to rush down a staircase and beefing it he just so eats, goddamn he hard it makes him win. So hard, it's so pretty amazing. amazing. I don't know what the first comment on there you said was. Uh, I almost <laughs> forgot not. To, I almost forgot to watch this today. <laughs> so, like, just cheer some guy up. <laughs> just gotta get through your day with Rob Schneider. Just eat concrete. Yeah, I would say. I watch, mean, after watching this movie, yeah, I'll watch it. Yeah, make go, go, feel go Google it the minute we hit stop watch, record. Go watch Dread. If people haven't seen, Dread, oh yeah, oh my god, it's so. We'll good. be covering that on this podcast at some point. If you don't invite me back to that one, actually invite Tom. Oh yeah, yeah. I'll fight. We'll do. We'll do a double hitter. Ooh, a double hitter. Double hitter. Double whammy. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm not kissing. Um, I think like uh, Carl Urban is his name. Yeah. Uh, he That's said his... that he was there's he had it got back in the news recently because he was talking about maybe Netflix picking it up as a series. Mm-hmm. Yep, because they never really bit down on the second sequel follow up. I. That's oh, because so it's awesome. making money. Yeah. The thing about that, about it made pretty good money in home though. Yeah. 
the thing about Carl Urban's dread that's so good though isn't even the fact that they leave his helmet on. It's that fucking scowl. Like he nails that like no one else. He looks that, amazing. That frown is inhuman. I don't know how. Yeah, he is. I mean he's he's good. I'd rather they pick up uh, almost human on Netflix. I'd rather watch that show again. No, nobody watched the Carl Urban show where he has a robot partner and he's a police officer in the future. Fuck you guys. <laughs> Sorry, man. Uh, Sorry, man. I I do think Dread would probably. Back. I do think Dread would probably work better as a TV show because uh, it is hard pressed. Well, there's, it's also like the sort of thing that works well in like he goes somewhere and has a mission that episode. You know what I mean? Like there's a yeah, large it's episodic. Because yeah. like when you really watch Dread, it's. Like, I liked Dread, but when I went back and watched it again, I was just like, oh, this is just, like, sort of, like, a version of the Raid Redemption. Yeah, the, ra- right. the Raid. It is 100% but, a ra- the Raid. But with, like, way more really boring scenes that go nowhere and that I don't want to see. Mm, I don't agree. Really? Like the scene the- where they're, like, out on the roof and there's people skateboarding or I've the scene like, where they're just separated and walking around i've watched it like five times and i still sort of love it yeah, I, I, five times that's not enough yeah I mean, but um, you watched it i, I think you're right about the tv show angle though because the original comic was a lot of like vignettes like parody of like of like modern society and it was like hellblazer in a way where it just focused on a single character that was like you know symbolic of something that the writer was trying to like express so I think this would be a beautiful like TV show version, but you would need to have someone who understood that, and uh, I guarantee you, you probably won't. Yeah, that's just a hard sell too, because yeah. it's not like you're like we want to make a Daredevil TV show, you know, like that really popular Marvel character. You're like I want to make a comic book or a show based on like the only British comic book character. Yeah, but uh, that had a movie adaptation that failed fantastically twice. Twice. Yeah. 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 Rough. I yeah I, I wish more people saw Dread in theaters. It I was, agree. It was a lot of fun. Um, well, uh, I think that does it for for Judge to for to 1995's Judge Dread. And we have judged it, and it <laughs> sends death. <laughs> ah, found it I like that. I but uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't Overruled. think that's... life. Dead. Statute of limitations. Oh, yeah, that's what he says. I'm so proud of that one. That's what he says. He's You're so, a little uh, too proud of it. Oh, that's that one guy that he kills from the Phantom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, what is the sentence? Life? Life? No. No. Death. Death. Pretty good, though. But he already shot him, so it's like your one-liner fails, bro. He's dead. He didn't hear it. You're just doing it for Hershey and her dead partner. And she gets over that guy being dead super quick. Does not care about it. Also, I don't know what that judge's plan was. He's like, I'll take the next room. He kicks in the door with his gun pointing straight up in the air. Yeah. Nah. Like, no shit you're going to get shot, bro. At least point Not a good judge. Point. He got really excited. Yeah. He, really, he really misjudged that situation. Yeah. He, he, yeah, he seriously misjudged that situation. I thought, I thought we had made it the entire podcast without going down this road. Well, that'll be it then. Uh, if you have comments, corrections, omissions, things you want to talk about about Judge Dread, shoot us a message over at facebook.com slash naospod or tweet at naospod. Ben? Uh, I'm at the Disco Pony if you want to find me on Twitter. Uh, and uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Oh, you can uh, find me on, on Twitter as yeah. well. Oh, and, wow. Uh, at Chip Snackerson. Uh, no, give us your actual Twitter handle. My, my Twitter handle is at ShipSnackerson. <laughs> All right. You Pogues. can uh, follow me on Instagram at It's Pogues. All right, we'll see you next week. Didn't want to yell, I am the law. I am the law!